I'm Adam Epstein, and I'm a dirty moderate. Hey, dirty moderates. It's Tuesday as I'm recording this, the day after we found out that a draft memo from the Supreme Court as it relates to a major case about abortion was leaked to the press featuring pretty detailed analysis and uh, information by uh, Justice Samuel Alito, who apparently has been charged with writing a majority opinion. That's right, a majority opinion to strike down Roe v. Wade. The words that many of us have feared for our lives, our whole lifetime, that millions of women now fear for their lives, that millions of people who are living in places that are deep red, that already have restrictive states like Texas and Oklahoma, know that if this is the final decision, and we don't know that as of this recording, we do know what Alito said, but we don't know if this is the final decision. Should this be the final decision, which will be handed down by the end of June, it would mean that a woman's federal and constitutional right to abortion would be overturned. It would be nullified. It would be void. And that means that it would be sent to the states. So it does mean that blue states, you know, will enshrine the right to choice into their um, into state law, maybe even to their state constitutions if they want. But 21 states, certainly 21 red states have trigger laws. That means that as soon as this is overturned, boom, the ban goes into effect. Okay, and Florida is one of those. Obviously, Tennessee, Texas, Oklahoma and the like. Folks, 50 years, this right has been enshrined. Also, there will be no such thing as no abortions. It will only be no more safe abortions. Women will be forced to make health decisions that they shouldn't have to make. There will be no apparatus to support them. If you're rich enough, you probably can cross state lines to get one. If you're not, you're going to have that baby, even if it's the rapist baby, even if it's via incest. There is no exception. This is a radical right-wing attack, assault on the rule of law, the Constitution, the right to privacy, and quite frankly, on America, folks. In a modern era, we read Alito's words, which I'm paraphrasing, do not see abortion mentioned in the Constitution, and that a right to privacy cannot implicitly create that meaning there is no right to privacy. He explicitly then cited the Oberfeld decision on marriage equality, famous 2015 decision, which allowed um, a same-sex marriage, and said that was also part of this overreach, the idea that we can create in law something that doesn't exist, in his words. So in other words, in modern-day America, One of the nine justices on the court who has been assigned to write the majority opinion, by all accounts, the chief justice appoints someone. I don't know that there is anyone uh, more anti-abortion than Sam Alito. Certainly Thomas and Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh and all them are horrible. Alito, who was appointed by George W. Bush in 2005, I thought he was a snake in the grass then. He is a deeply, deeply religious man. And and dare I say, a Catholic fucking bigot. And I want to say something out here, Okay. And this dirty moderate's going to belch fire, okay? Here be dragons, folks. Here be fucking dragons. I am sick and tired of our constitution, our secularity, 
our world, our democratic values, small d, our rule of law threatened, undermined, informed, and upended by theocracy, religious theocracy. Theocratic beliefs by people who are so religious, they have the right to be religious. That's what the First Amendment gives you, freedom of religion. But the second part of that, it's called the Establishment Clause, is freedom from religion. And I speak for millions. I don't speak just as the host of Dirty Moderate. I don't speak just as a gay man. I don't speak as anything other than a person who believes that the government should not be regulating women's uteri. More than that, the government shouldn't be criminalizing an act to regulate women's uteri, because that's what it is. And I speak on behalf of people who are sick and fucking tired. And listen to me, listeners, I so appreciate you. And on this issue, I don't know if I'm a dirty moderate. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But you want to know something? I don't believe the federal government or any government has the right to take away a woman's bodily autonomy. And I believe that issues like abortion and same-sex marriage have largely but not entirely been the province of right-wingers and the church, meaning their views on it, their efforts to upend them, their propaganda, and all that surrounds that evangelical crazy shit show world has been about making everyone else live under their goddamn church. You guys aren't our pastor. You guys aren't our cop. And we will not settle for this. The American people will not. And I'll tell you something. I'm an independent, but I have to tell you, but for a few people, and I stand by the endorsements I've made because if a Democrat can't win and they stood up for democracy, I'm there for them. Now I'm going to vote blue. I don't agree with a lot of other things the Democrats say, but does anything matter more than a right to fucking privacy, which a Republican appointed justice and a majority of his colleagues think is a legitimate, you might say, or practical, or even appropriate reading of the Constitution. If we don't have a right to privacy in this country, and I say this to everybody, please pay attention, evangelicals and Catholics and Christians who can't stop with the fucking Bible. Enough. We live in a secular democracy. We do not live in a nation where The federal government should be empowered to take away our rights. This is the first time a right has been taken away. We are rescinding a right. And for all those lunatics out there that are so afraid of a Democratic president or a Democratic elected representative, whoever they are, taking away their gun, no one's taking away your gun. And I'm a Second Amendment guy. They're taking away your mother and your daughter and your sister and your girlfriend's right to choose what to do with their own goddamn body. Okay, I don't know what people don't understand here. The Roe v. Wade decision in 1973, by the way, a seven to two decision was written by an appointed justice of Richard Nixon before the Republican Party was a fucking church, as he once put it. A revival tent. A fascist authoritarian power grabbing group of anti-democratic insurrection assholes who want to take away everything that's been fought for and everything good and everything that doesn't belong to them. It doesn't belong to me or to them. It belongs to us. They want to take that away. This was a Republican president appointed decision written by Harry Blackman in 1973 in a 7-2 decision. 
The subsequent ruling that you keep hearing about, which is called Planned Parenthood versus Casey, was a 1992 case where justices had a chance to reevaluate Roe, and many people were at water's edge similarly worried about what would happen. The court upheld and reaffirmed Roe. It said that women have a right to choose what to do with their own body, especially if they're vulnerable, especially, but not only if they're, but if they're vulnerable and they need to have this abortion for their health. Of course, right now we're going to go to the no exception rule, right? We don't make exceptions, right? Because we're all now parishioners in their church. We're all now supplicants to their way of life. We're all now secondary and subordinate to their control. Folks. This is what we're talking about, a radical act informed by bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I can't say enough. Originalism, which is fucking crap. The idea that you interpret the Constitution based on 1790. It ain't 1790. Okay, if that was the bit, we'd have no amendments, you fucking assholes. We'd have slavery. Women women would have the right to vote. What the hell don't you understand? I get it. You don't like it. But as Tony Kushner, the playwright, says, the world spins forward. And that's the friction now, the resistance to that idea of the world spinning forward. This is a decision based on control, power, cruelty, misogyny, puritanical repression, which, God damn it, I I fear will course through our veins for time immemorial. I'm so sick of that, too. And imposed now pending a final decision imposed by the court where five of the nine justices were appointed by either George W. Bush or Donald Trump. And but for, and this is so important, but for George W. Bush's narrow re-election in 2004, where he edged out John Kerry, both in the Electoral College and the popular vote, but for that, no Republican has won a majority of the popular vote since George H.W. Bush, 43's father, in 1988. That's right. Bill Clinton won it in 92. Bill Clinton won it in 96. Al Gore, right, who I still argue won the election, but okay, he lost the election. He won it in 2000. John Kerry lost in 2004. Barack Obama won it in 08 and 12. Hillary Clinton won it as Donald Trump narrowly edged her out. And of course, Joe Biden got it in 2020. The point being is I know we have electoral college. We have a constitutional problem if we have a minority that can commandeer democracy, same assholes attacking the Capitol, right? They can commandeer one of the three branches of government, if not all, but certainly the judicial branch, both of the federal and lower level appellate courts and now the Supreme Court to strike down the fundamental right of a woman to choose which is to say they're striking down your freedom to make a decision about your own body. This isn't that complicated, folks. Of course, it's for health and for medicine. And because uh, a woman's decision whether or not to have a child is very much her own and sacred one. I don't care if you disagree with abortion or not. Not only religious people who disagree with it. I don't care because your conscience is not our guide. Your version of morality, and I put that in big air quotes, isn't an all-encompassing morality. But what this view does, and I know you activists out there have been frothing at the fucking mouth for five decades over the shit, is to use the government. Now, to take away a right, to take away a right and to control 
the individual, in this case, a woman's body? Does the mother go to jail? Is that the, uh, right? You guys got an answer for this. Does the doctor go to jail? And what about the guy? I know you don't want to talk about that. Is he culpable? Who, who, who's getting penalized here? Are, are cops going to stop people on the street and do inspections to see if somebody's crossing, let's say, the border from one state to the other to at least have a shot at getting the right to choose? Are rich people, of course, they're going to go pay for abortions in other countries or go to blue states where they can go. And poor women in red states will not have access. The case before the court, Dobbs versus Jackson, uh, Mississippi, there's only one abortion clinic in the whole state of Mississippi, and it's a Jackson. So every woman from that state, it's a poor state, it's got a very high African-American population, anyone seeking an abortion has to go to Jackson, okay? And they're arguing that not only should abortion be banned at 15 weeks rather than the 24 weeks, which is what Roe stipulated, fetal viability starts after 24 weeks. They argued to the court on behalf of Mississippi that Roe should be overturned. So that, yeah, they passed a law in Mississippi that said abortion, you could, it's illegal to have an abortion after 15 weeks. Now, believe it or not, it's less restrictive than Texas because they actually made exceptions in Mississippi for life of the mother. Actually, Oklahoma just passed a ban on six weeks. Texas, as you know, good old Texas, what do the red state folk do down there? Well, Governor Abbott and his Cretans actually have empowered a citizen, a citizen vigilante idea, right? So if I snitch on a neighbor who's going to have an abortion, the government, state government, it's going to give me 10 grand. So $10,000 of your taxpayer money are going to go to me if I snitch on someone who is going to have an abortion. And what's worse, if an Uber picks up a woman, right, to take her to an abortion, he can be sued. Guys. We're in batshit fucking crazy land. All is on the line. You've heard this always. Yeah, we had to defeat Donald Trump and we did, but that was the beginning. We have a disease, a right-wing, theological, Trumpist, hateful, misogynistic disease threatening this 245-plus-year-old experiment in self-government where we, the people, are supposed to make the decisions. And now. We, the people, may very well have to live under a decision which, though many of us feared it, would seem unfathomable in the year 2022. If you don't understand why the stakes are high, and I say this again, I'm an independent, but if you know that anyone in this land is running, okay, for this next term, and when there is an option, I mean, and they're running, I don't care if there will be republic, there are pro-choice Republicans, that's fine. But anybody who is with their pro-life Democrats, okay, Joe Manchin, Bob Casey of Pennsylvania. So when you hear that someone is going to run on a platform to restrict your right to choose your, as a woman, but the right to privacy now being threatened, I so worry about what's coming down the pike, be it contraception, of course, gay marriage. I'm sure they'll find some religious exemption for that since we all have to live under fucking Christ. And I mean that under fucking Jesus Christ, who never said anything about this shit. If he was even alive, by the way, I'll say that. Who the hell knows? Don't tell me you have proof because you don't. We're all living under your fucking fairy tales, okay? I don't want to hear about it anymore. And you're going to do genuine harm to people. You're going to hurt them. You're going to oppress them. And I know you're not done. You're coming for the rest of us. Well, we're coming for you this November. 
Folks, if you are not registered to vote, it's vote.org. Okay, you go to that vote.org where you can register by mail, register to vote, period. Find out where to sign up. Do all the things you have to do because even in 2020, where a huge turnout and one of the biggest in all presidential elections came out, 81 million people voting for Biden, a third, a third of the population, the voting population still didn't vote. So imagine it could have been a bigger victory. There could have been more people down ballot. The Senate could have been 55 Democrats. So they could actually codify a Women's Freedom of Reproduction Act into law, which now seems, I think, impossible or unlikely, if not impossible. Okay? Vote.org. They're coming for you, but we can come for them. Don't sit back and let this be a red wave and don't be scared. Okay? Be bold. As Barack Obama famously said, don't boo, vote. But in the name of the United States of America, God fucking damn it. All right. Thanks for joining me. In the meantime, stay dirty, stay moderate.